Good evening. Tonight's show is brought to you in association with Beehead Clothing Glasgow. That's beheadclothing.co.uk. Remember, let's speak up and be heard. The Enemy Podcast with Dennis Devlin in association with beheadclothing.co.uk. There's something new happening on the terraces. There's a new cult. Terrace Cult Clothing. Check them out now at Terrace Cult Clothing. TerraceCult.com. You're listening to the NMF Podcast with Dennis Devlin. Well, good evening and welcome to the NMF Podcast in association with BeheadClothing.co.uk. And what a nice entertainment we've got for you lined up. We'll be talking to the lads from the Heavy North later in the show. In the meantime, here's three songs in a row back to back, kicking off with this one this. Is Arcade State and Land With Me. This radio station plays more music, more music like this.
This radio station plays more music, more music like this.
Good evening. Tonight's show is brought to you in association with Beehead Clothing Glasgow. That's beheadclothing.co.uk. Remember, let's speak up and be heard. The Edinburgh Podcast with Dennis Devlin in association with beheadclothing.co.uk. Well, there you go. Three great songs in a row, back to back. Finished with the Ultraviolet and Romance, which is out now. And of course, brand new from Cult Icon, who I spoke to recently on the podcast, and that's Birkenhead Blues. And of course, kicking off the three songs in a row, back to back, that was Arcade Estate and Land With Me. Coming up after the break, we talk to them amazing lads from the heavy north as we talk about their new single, Darkness In Your Eyes. That's all coming next on the NOF podcast with me, Dennis Delvin, in association with BeheadClothing.co.uk. We'll see you after the break. You're listening to the NMF podcast with Dennis Devlin. Amazing deals now on at Curry's PC World. Check out these hot point steam washers. This 8 kilo is only 249. Or we'll trade up to the 9 kilo for just £30 more. Plus, there's free delivery. Save up to 500 on these 2020 Samsung QLED TVs with spectacular picture detail. And no more messy wires with one near invisible cable from just 1399. Get the new Fitbit Sense, the most advanced Fitbit Health smartwatch for stress management, skin temperature, heart, and health. And get free next day delivery on all Dyson cordless vacuums, including the V11 Absolute. Just 599 at Curry's PC World. Beehead Clothing Glasgow at beheadclothing.co.uk. Kids sale now on. Save up to 50%. Just go to beheadclothing.co.uk. Enter promo code KIDS50. That's Beehead Clothing Glasgow at beheadclothing.co.uk. Something new happening on the terraces. There's a new cult. Terrace Cult Clothing. Check them out now at Terrace Cult Clothing. TerraceCult.com. You're listening to the NMF Podcast with Dennis Devlin. Good evening. Tonight's show is brought to you in association with Beehead Clothing Glasgow. That's beheadclothing.co.uk. Remember, Let's speak up and be heard. The Edinburgh Podcast with Dennis Devlin in association with beheadclothing.co.uk Podcast in association with beheadclothing.co.uk And good evening to Steve from, of course, the Heaven Off. Good evening, guys. Good evening, Dennis. How's it going, mate? I'm all right, Steve. How's things, pal? Everything good for you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Uh, starting to get a bit bit more normality back in the world, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it must have been difficult for you guys during, the, obviously, as musicians, during all this COVID stuff. Yeah, it has been quite difficult, to be fair. we I, I must admit, looking back on the past kind of 12 to probably now, what, 14, 15 months, I think we've managed to make, make the, the best of it as, as much as we can, really. And I think um, part of that's been down to how we've, how we've tried to uh, kind of a, adapt ourselves a bit more and, and do a lot more online, some some social media stuff. Uh, I'm very fortunate, Dennis, as well. We've got a, um, a, a producer in the band, our, our guitar player, Jose, runs his own studio. So... 
being, being, being able to keep busy and active during the pandemic, mate. Yeah, good evening, Mark, and welcome to the podcast, my friend. I don't think Mark can hear us. We'll carry on just now till Mark gets himself technically sorted. I'm guessing he's probably not got his headphones on. Drummers are always late, mate. <laughs> I think what's happened is I think he's either got his headphones turned right down to can hear. I don't know if he can hear us, but we'll okay. carry on. Just... Can you are you there? I can hear you, mate. I can hear you. Hey, hey. I yeah, I had my headphones in. I could hear you. Um, yeah. I've got my headphones, but they're not being picked up for some reason, so I've just switched to my uh, Mac speaker. Mac yeah, I can, I can hear you, mate. Sounds much better. Mark, it's great to have you on board. Welcome to the NMF podcast. Nice one, mate. Thanks for having us. Steve was just saying, you know, obviously during lockdown, it's been quite difficult for pretty much everyone these days. How have you coped? Um, over the whole thing in general? Um, yeah. I suppose just trying to crack on with wherever we can, really. Keeping busy with the, obviously, working up to the album and everything. That's, I think that's gave, given us all something to sort of shoot for, hasn't it? I think if we went for that, would be going crazy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that I think having this big project to tackle has definitely taken, taken our minds off a lot of things. Yeah, some of the people I've talked to, they've all said that during the lockdown, it's been beneficial for writing. It's definitely come in handy for writing songs. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think it's um it's been boss for, for for writing and developing some of our tunes, um, but even just being able to to kind of lay these ideas down, um, and kind of even just whether it's on our phones in our own houses when you know at the peak of lockdown when we weren't able to meet up or, or see each other, uh, all the way to being in the studio as I say with Jose, our guitar player, where I think we're, we're in a very fortunate position that we were able to kind of uh, ad- adapt quite quickly. And, and have a, a bit more of an online presence during the lockdown. But as you said before, Dennis has been a really difficult time for anyone in, in live music. And let's not forget, it's not just the bands and musicians. You've got the venues, the the uh, the, the crew, the sound guys, uh, everyone who's involved with with live music and hospitality and entertainment. It's it's been just a, a bit of a wipeout. But at least you know, fingers crossed, we're we're coming out at the uh, the other end of it now, all being well. Yeah, apparently we're looking at twenty first of June, heading back to some sort of normality. Now mm. the Liverpool music scene. I mean, come on, it's <laughs> it's just gone mental. It's like everyone's just come out and said, "Let's have it." You know, it's amazing what's happening just now coming out of Liverpool. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I think there's um there's so many boss um boss artists who have been on the scene for a little while as well who I think have come to the the the, the head a little bit. I think um and the pandemic's kind of put the spotlight on a few bands and I'd consider ourselves quite fortunate that we, we, we've been kind of part of that, I think. But you're right, there's some absolute cracking bands as well, of all levels as well. I mean, bands who have been knocking around for a couple of months to ones who, who were established on their second, third albums. There's been some great music coming out of um, out of our ways recently. I think this whole thing's been a bit of a, like, for some people, the whole lockdown has been a bit of a, bit of a revival, hasn't it? Like, there's a lot of people who've been around for ages, like you say, like people have been around established. It was just like, like, like you said, going at it now. It's been a really cool like few months, hasn't it, for people just being creative? Yeah, it's like it's like Mark. It's honestly, Mark. It's as if everyone behind the back with a swagger, giving it. Let's have it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, it's been bright. Mark, tell us what got you into music. Um, to be honest with you, it's not that interesting. Um, I started, but ah, well, to be honest, my whole family's musical. My parents play guitar. I started playing drums when I was about eight. I just kind of fell into it. I ended up being like one of the few people in school kind of just playing, who played an instrument, ended up just being in bands. I kind of just went with it and just fell in love with it. So it's not really that much of an interesting story. I just like kept going at it, uh, studied music, technology for a bit, met a load of great people through that, and then eventually the Heavy North. And what about yourself, Steve? 
Uh, I actually started playing um, playing bass guitar in, in high school, and um, after getting a, a kind of a level in music, playing playing bass, uh, I played in a couple of bands like like a lot of uh, musicians do. You kind of float about from high school, uni, and that type of thing. And I kind of turned my hand to the keyboards uh, with the last band I was in for for a good few years, a band called the Wicked Whispers. Um, we were only we were kind of a uh, I want to say revivalist uh, bands really. So I used to play like a Vox Continental organ, you know, a bit like uh, oh, Ray Manzetti yeah. from The Doors, and it was um, it, it was boss that. But after the, the, um, that band kind of c- came to a, a kind of natural end, really, a couple of years back, um, I got the shout from Kenny to um, the, our, our singer to come down and have a little jam in the studio, and he introduced me to Jose, the guitar player. So um, yeah, it, it, I think. Um, it was between high school, uni, and I'm, I'm where I'm up to now. It's been a, been a good journey with music. I still don't really consider myself good at it, to be fair, because uh, yeah. I, I don't think yeah. I am. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, come on, man. I mean, honest to God, I mean, do you ever listen to your music and just think, wow, what the hell, man? We producing this because it's amazing, huh? <laughs> I, can't, I can't really speak for Marco uh, here, but I, I, do, um, I do think that with Kenny's vocal a lot of the time. Um, I think uh, that, that that's such a key part of the uh, of our sounds. He's, I think that's uh, that's a kind of thing where you, you listen to a track for ten seconds and something might grip you and something might think, oh, yeah, I'll see what these are about. And uh, for me, I, I think uh, obviously it's a pleasure playing with Mark, Andy, and Jose as well. Uh, but I think Kenny's vocals is definitely a standout point for the for the heavy north. And I think a few people have picked up on that during the, um, but I say during, during the lockdown as being good. I think. Yeah, jumping back to that for a second, Dennis, I've got a theory that I think that the, the pandemic has pushed a lot of people more onto their phones and onto devices and and staying indoors. Um, it's one of them. I think we, we being by, by being able to still put out music and still kind of uh, release singles, release a vinyl during this time as well. It's been um, it's been boss, and I think Kenny's vocal is just so so key to getting those new fans engaged with us. Yeah, absolutely. His vocals are amazing. And Marcus, D just said, obviously, social media has been just amazing just now. It's coming to its own life through the lockdown, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely, man. Um, and it's definitely a technology being pushed as well, hasn't it? It's a case of that. Like, uh, like streaming has always been there. But now we're seeing events where it's catered around it, isn't it? And then technology is is catching up with that, which has been absolutely amazing, hasn't it? Um, and I've heard people, I've heard established artists as well talking about how even as we open up and more gigs come back, that technology will stay with me and up with gigs being live streamed in the way it's doing now. Like, so you can, even if you're not there, you can kind of be there remotely. So it's mad what the last year has done for the technology and the whole sort of like, everyone is more on their phones, aren't they? So it's got to be, it's got to be addressed, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I've got to ask the name Heavy North, the Heavy North. What's, where's that come from? Um, I, I, I honestly, we've been asked this a few times in a in a couple of interviews and stuff like that, and I think it it, it was the best of a of a, of a bunch of names that we kind of scribbled down. Um, I think, yeah, I think it was between. You know what's made a big difference is is having a WhatsApp group for the lads because I think when we were first starting out, we were um, Kenny or Jose, it was pulled together all five in a WhatsApp group, and in the early days, we were kind of just. Uh, Meshing every now and again, but now it's, it's a daily occurrence. But I remember us chatting in the WhatsApp thread, and um, we were thinking, what's what's the kind of sound that we've got? It's it's kind of soulful. It's 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 heavy as well. Um, and then we thought, I sort of thinking like heavy soul and uh, that kind of those kind of ideas. And I think the Ooh. heavy north. That's where North came from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that came up at some point. But yeah, we yeah. never didn't we. That was it, and I don't know whether it's something to do with Liverpool as well, Dennis. But um, there's a there's like a, a um 
a clothing brand called the North Face. And I, and yeah, when, yeah. when he had, had, had like North in um uh like written down, I kept thinking it's going to be associated with like these trackies and and, and scallies as well. Um, <laughs> and, and um, but I think it was it was one that I didn't laugh at because it's so difficult. I mean, you can even have, have a go for it yourself at thinking what can I think of like a, a, a cool band name or an artist's kind of name which isn't going to make people cringe or laugh. Um, well, I, I had the, I had a vision I had a vision of a lot of four. I've got to be honest, the head being off, I'm thinking, this is going to be four big guys, you know, he's going to be big guys <laughs> yeah. that, you know, probably enjoy a little bit too much McDonald's, if you know what I mean, and they've had a bit of an extremely yeah, unhealthy, the, lock, an unhealthy lockdown. The heavy load, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> we had loads of people kind of presuming the sound based on that. I remember what, as we, we ended up on some kind of like metal, like, like, radio show ages ago and they were like oh it's a heavy north it's not even heavy so people presume loads from the name don't they when someone hears a name they think uh you know this, this is going to blow me ears off here and you know don't get me wrong i think there's a part of our sound which, which can do that like but it's um yeah it, it, it ultimately it was one of the names that we didn't laugh at or we didn't kind of all just say oh god that sounds a bit iffy um <laughs> you know what i was, I was stuck right I did have a look at some of the... I can't remember exactly what they were. I did look at some of the alternatives. We kind of scribbled down and thought, yeah, I'm glad we went with this one. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, has, it has suited us to, um, to, to a tea a little bit, I think. But as long as we can get over that first hurdle, I think, it, like I said earlier, if someone plays 10 seconds of us and, uh, and switches off, absolutely fair enough. But I think if you're hearing um, some, of, some of Jose's guitar and, and Kenny's vocals kicking in, I think it's enough to, to keep people gripped. And so, yeah, the name has, uh, has, has suited us well, I think. Yeah, looking at Jose on the guitar, I mean, wow, this guy's unbelievable, isn't he? He's amazing, isn't he? <laughs> Honestly, he, he makes me feel uh, hopeless when we're, in, when we're in the studio as as a keyboard player. And like I said, I'm not I'm not kind of a a, a trained um, keyboard player at all. I grew up playing bass uh, and a bit of guitar, but. Um, Every now and again, when we're recording, he'll play. He'll say, "Oh, Steve, play, play this little something like this." And it's like without him thinking, he's come up with something which which would take me a while, or his fingers are doing a bit of magic work, which which mine can't. And Jose is one of those just genuinely talented all round fellas. And like I say, as a producer, he's a he's absolute key to the uh, to, to to the band there. And running and managing his own studio, he's also getting a lot of younger and and even established and, and older bands coming into his studio. Um, so he offers a, a lot of networking opportunities there as well. You know, more times than not, artists who Jose will work with might say, oh, "How's your band getting on? You know, what are they up to?" So I think it, it, that's definitely complemented um, the 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 kind of progress that we've made in the what like two and a half years we've been going. Um, yeah, and obviously like over a year that's been been no gig stuff. So still relatively fresh. I mean, um, we're still good to we haven't been to Scotland yet. We just simply haven't had the opportunity. Yeah, they've been looking forward to you up there. You'll definitely rock Scotland without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, uh, looking at the new single, which of course I just played for you guys in the green room for years, you know, what's the inspiration behind that? Because that is an absolute fucking belter of a track, mate. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I'm not too sure wh um, which one that was. Sorry, Dennis, but um, I think, but the one I heard was "Lying to Yourself," and that was like one. Yeah, of the, "Lying to Yourself." That was it. That, that was one of the kind of bigger breakthrough ones that we had um, during the pandemic. Really, we were quite fortunate. We, we released that one a couple of months back, um, but. We more more recently, we, we we put a single out called "Darkness in Your Eyes," um, which was only released a couple of weeks back. Now, um, uh, yeah, probably two 
six, seven weeks ago, I think. But that's um, that's been the latest single. But yeah, that line to yourself was definitely the the kind of breakthrough one for us there. Um, and I think meeting people like yourselves on 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 social media and on on Twitter that's played a massive part in it because all it took was a few people sharing the uh, sharing the tune. Um, and we started getting a, a lot more plays, a lot more followers and likes. And that line to yourself tune, I, I would say, is one of our standout ones. And it's certainly uh, a kind of fan favourite. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I mean, Mark, what's the band's creative process like in the studio? What are you guys like when you come into a studio? It's changed a little bit, to be honest. You know, obviously with lockdowns and everything. Um, before everyone kind of kicked off, it was the very traditional sort of band gets together in the practice room, jams out a riff, gigs the song, and it kind of develops live, goes to the studio and you track it. And it's kind of changed a little bit now, and I kind of prefer it. Now what we tend to do is, well, for, for how we've been working lately, is we get to the studio and we're setting up for more like a live recording session a lot of the time, and we're tracking to maybe, we'll maybe lay down some guides, like someone coming with a riff idea, a song idea, roughly structured, and we'll jam it out live in a recording environment, and then piece all the song together from that. Um, but it usually starts with something Kenny's written. Kenny will, Kenny's the songwriter, he'll usually pen something, with uh, with 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 a sort of guitar like sort of like basis, and then Jose will come and embellish it, or he'll come with a riff, and then Kenny will put lyrics to that, and then again it'll be that live jam situation where we we just all add our own elements to it and build it up from there. So, see when you finish that, do you ever just when and the, and the producer goes, "I'm going to play this back for you," and you hear it play back, you just get an absolute hard on and think, "Wow." <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, here we go. Just, here we I'm go. Walk home. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, at the end of the day, I'm like, "Is that good enough?" All right, that's good. I'm more dedicated than that. No. I think. Um, I think those kind of moments for me tend to happen quite early in the process. So what Mark was saying there. So every now and again. Um, Will be, you know, Kenny or, or even Jose will come up with with, with a guitar lick, lick, or Kenny will have a, a kind of vocal melody, and it, it's normally at that time when I say, "Hang on, you know, let's let's rewind, focus on that one for the bit," because uh, I think um, particularly the the our latest single, which only came out as I say uh, a couple of weeks or, or uh, months back, "Darkness in New Eyes." Um, when Jose played the riff to that, I remember saying to him, "Mate, I think we need to keep that. Put, you know, it's in the WhatsApp thread. Put a star on it." save that because because uh, we, we need to come back and listen to that and make that into a tune and uh, i think for me it's those moments uh or as you said then the hard on moments is when is, is when i hear something I go you know what i think i, I can i can imagine where that's going to go for us any moment yeah, like, I... now called a hard on moment yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a thing now <laughs> let's listen to josie on the guitar thief i was on the stage room man and it was live and he started playing that guitar I'd have forgot. I'd have been just listening to him. I'd have been like, oh, sorry, <laughs> it's, it's my turn now. Can you just, just carry on, Josie, honestly. And obviously, <laughs> I mean, vocal-wise, you know, you're a blessed, aren't you? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said before, it's definitely one of the key uh, elements of the band. I, I don't think we've ever had a kind of review or comment or a kind of tweet or anything like that, which, do, which doesn't... Uh, in some way refer to, 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 to the vocals. I think it is such a key, a key part of the tune. And... Um, very briefly, um, just to explain uh, how I know Kenny, the vocalist, we were in a band together when I was probably about 15, 16, and, and I was playing bass at the time. Um, and so I must have been probably about 17, 18. Um, Kenny just, uh, just a couple of years older than me. And uh, and that kind of ran its course, but it wasn't until, say, two, three years ago, I hadn't seen Kenny for the best part of 10 years. Uh, wow. and, and when we... When we got together, it just reminded me. I just went, my God, that voice. Uh, 
it sounds like I'm, I'm really I'm really sucking up to him, but I think, like I say, yeah. it is a key part of the uh, of the sounds. And I think between him and Jose, without speaking for you, Mark and, and Andy, you know, I, I don't think we'd have that kind of core no. uh, talent. Really, but I think well, that does from the pair of them. Well, I was going to say, like, um, you know, on that note, I always, I found the more and more we record and the more we worked on stuff, my my and our job is the source of like. Me and Andy is the rhythm section, and you is sort of part of the more rhythm but more melodic section. Is just our job is just kind of to support that. I like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like they're they're the key feature, and our job in the studio and on the recordings is just to 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 be to just be the rock like the rock foundation of that, and just support them. That's it, and, and we can, f- can kind of follow in whatever the, the direction they're going as well. And Jose and Kenny have played in a, in a couple of bands over the years together, and that's how, how they were together. And what was funny quite recently, we we, we were in a, in Jose's studio where is basically our headquarters, and they had a younger bands in with them, and and they made a comment saying, um, "You guys are jammy. You haven't having uh, your guitar player running the studio." And Kenny was first to say, "I I knew him before he had his own studio. I knew I knew Jose before uh, before he had." <laughs> having all this stuff to hand so um yeah we are blessed and i think um without sound like i'm repeating myself too much dennis it was it i think that's what's driven us through the pandemic as well is having any and jose as the kind of core uh in regards to the songwriting and the ideas and having that studio has been so key and, and what mark explained before about the the process of how the songs have come together um it, it has changed quite drastically I think my only concern about that is we haven't actually properly rehearsed our our, our, our new tunes. You know what I mean? We've learned so many songs now that I've already recorded. <laughs> I had to relearn everything. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Because because I think um, most most bands of of kind of our level, I, I guess um, they have essentially, and, and all the bands I played in prior to the Heavy North, um, we'd have a, a, a rehearsal space. And that's essentially, like you, you can imagine, a, a garage, yeah. a, an empty hall, just a space. But with this band, knowing how we're essentially walking into a recording studio once a week, um, that's been such a key part of it. And I think that that, that we, we can't underestimate how much that's given us a bit of an extra boost. Um, because a lot of these bands, even during the pandemic, they, they may rarely, you know, between lockdowns, be able to to, to, to get in a, a, a rehearsal room together. For us, it's yeah. like, okay, we've got, we've got a little window here, lads. You reckon we, we record two or three tunes off the album? I'm pleased to say it's we're talking ninety percent complete now, really, and we're looking forward to um, releasing a handful of singles over the next coming weeks and months. And it's just been um, it has been a good year, all things considered. Yeah, you seem to have just exploded onto the scene. It's almost just like somebody dropped a bomb, and the bomb was called the heavy off. I mean, for those <laughs> for those who don't know or are unable to have not listened to you, shame on them. They're, they're about to get rid of Wigan. How would you describe the music that you typically play? How would you describe it to them? Um, sorry, Marco. I feel like I'm sp- I'm, I'm speaking all the time. No, 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 but because um, I, the, whenever everyone says that, I always say, and it was the inspiration for the EP, wasn't it? Just it just dive bar blues, garagey rock, isn't it? Like sort of. Yeah. yeah, that is exactly what I was going to say there. Because um, when we first started out, Dennis, I'm talking like probably late 2019, early. Uh, no, yeah, sorry, it was late yeah, 2018. Was late 2018, it was. Um, after our second or third gig, um, we got a, a review in a local music blog here in Liverpool. And um, and the reviewer described it as dive um that fuzzy dive bar blues or something like that. And that kind of stuck with us. And then like 18 months later, we thought, okay, we're gonna release our first vinyl, like a 12-inch a, a vinyl, and we'll put out ourselves, we'll self-release it. What can we call it? And again, what don't we laugh at? What isn't cringy? 
And we kind of jumped back <laughs> to that review and we thought dive bar blues kind of fits. And I think that's that that to me that kind of um the connotations of, of sleazy whiskey bars and and a kind of a, a almost like a, a bit of a, a bit of a kind of southern american sound to it but yeah. also, um, so it, i think dive bar blues is how i'd describe us and i think that's that as our, as our debut ep kind of title um does encapsulate what the sounds or my interpretation of the sounds anyway i could imagine if i was in new orleans you know on a holiday mm. and i was i was dragging the bars like you do and I can imagine myself going down some stairs in some little bar with black and white photographs on the wall, you know, in smoke room filled room, and then just seeing you guys just filling it and just rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think something we're, we're to, I've been slightly conscious of, I suppose, because my or what I'd like to think is, is, is what I bring to, to, to the bands is, yeah, a bit of keyboards here and there, but. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit rubbish in the studio. That that's not my area. We we'll leave that to Jose. But sometimes I'm a bit conscious about the kind of uh, image of the band a little bit, or some of the the kind of social media stuff. And uh, something which I think we've been I've, I've been a bit conscious of is that is a overly American yeah. kind of sounds. So I think it's it, it, we're, we're trying to. We, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. The whiskey blues stuff and anything to do with you know with with that kind of southern rock stuff is fantastic but we always have to keep remember you know we, we don't want to be an american band really we're very much about what we are and what mark said earlier about us being that you know the heavy north and that thing about us being a northern band and you know we're, we're from the northwest Um i think we want to we don't, we don't want to move away from that you know what i mean we, we, we don't want to be a, a kind of american sounding band yeah i can get that it's, it's trying to go for that vibe isn't that that kind of like feel of that thing but, but be more authentic to what we we actually are isn't it we're not like you say we're not trying to be kind of like an american source of like 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 impression of it we're, we're just trying to keep exactly. it's, it's that it's that vibe isn't it it's that kind of dive yeah. vibe but we're trying to keep it authentic to us and have our own kind of voice in it yeah no, I, I think you still sorry sorry i no, think you no, still no. sorry but i think you still i think underneath you get this this lovely unique sound that's unique to liverpool and you can hear it running through. You know, there's that unique Liverpudlian sound, that northwest bite to it. You still have mm-hmm. that, and it's very unique. I'm glad about that. You know what? I'm. I was going to say before. I'm. I'm really glad that when people hear it, they say it does conjure up sort of like images and sort of like. I, I love that people get that response from that. But it makes me really happy that you're saying that you still hear that Liverpudlian sound of it. You know what I mean? So like the fact that it, it like kind of brings up conjures up sort of like a scene for people and. It creates that kind of like vibe. I'm happy about that. That's cool. Yeah, I could see you guys. Honestly, I could see you guys performing on the Mersey on a boat somewhere. I could honestly, I could see a video. I can imagine a video with you guys performing on a boat on the Mersey. It's that good, honestly, because you do get that. <laughs> you, you get that strong working class, you know, Liverpudlian strength that that's unique to Liverpool. You know, like the Manchester music scenes. Pretty much in your face, hardcore, you know, Stone Island wearing nut jobs, you know. Yeah. That, that's unique to <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool has this more, you know, the guys have just finished on the docks, you know, and they've they've come together and they produce this this music that's unique. And it is unique and it's historically unique, you know, and it will be when I'm long gone, it will still be in. You just have that vibe running all the way through it. 
I think that that's a fair observation, Dennis, and I do like that Stone Island reference as well. But the, <laughs> the Manchester scene, I'll get I'll get slated for that. You know that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I can't I can't speak for um for for all of Scotland, like, but I've always thought in in some of the bands I've uh, I've played in the past, and if I play play Glasgow, I do feel. Um, the similar vibes to, to to Liverpool. I think there's so there's a lot of kind of um, synchronicity between the cities, um, and a, a lot of that can you, you you know culturally looking at stuff like the humour. Um, yeah, you know, Glaswegians and Scousers, I think I've got something in common. And I mean, I, I'm 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 an Evertonian myself, so I can't necessarily say so many kind words about uh, Stevie Gerrard up there and uh in Rangers, but <laughs> I don't I don't recognise that name. I'll just avoid that name to be honest. You know that. We could get into that, but to be honest, I've never had anybody get 55 out of, out of, out of eight years or whatever they've been born, but you know. See, the one, the, I'm waiting for the knighthood for Stevie Gerrard for winning one title in four years or something, you know, I mean, best manager in the world, but hey, hey, it's an Evertonian, it's an Evertonian, I'll take that, mate, I'll take that, pal. Yeah, it's, um, but yeah, like I say, I can't wait for us, for, for the heavy north to come with, come up to Scotland, and, and we are hoping to get up there before the end of the year, but I think we're just playing a bit carefully now with some of the live stuff, because Obviously, there's stuff which has been pushed back and rescheduled, and and again and again. And I think um, if we are going to come to come up to um to, to Scotland for the first time, and what's been strange, we, we've posted so many kind of uh, copies of our, of our vinyls up to to, to to Scotland and and uh, and basically all over the place. But so our records have been places that we haven't basically. And I think it's a it's a matter of time until we do get up to get up to Scotland and play some of the gigs. But like I say, from my experience, definitely a big a big connection between Scousers and Glaswegians. Absolutely, absolutely. Again, it goes back to working class culture, you mm-hmm. know, the, the the comedy value of it. Well, I think we're just the same type of people as Liverpoolians. And again, you have to look at the docks, you know, yeah, do- docks and miners. You know, that's what made made Scotland. You know, but Glasgow itself, the dockers, the likes of Billy Connolly and all these guys, all come up through that. You know, and some of the best bands have got their heritage from that Glasgow culture, that working class sound. And you get that, you get that in Liverpool and it's, it's magic. I mean, I, I remember the Mersey beat and, and people can say what they like about it. It changed music forever, you know, and it gave you a time when things are bad. You need something like that. You need that sound just to make you feel a little better and a little happier. And I think that's what you've got. I think your music comes across as, you know what, it's been shit, guys, but hey, listen to this. And let's have a bit of fun, you know, and enjoy the music. And that's what you get from you guys. Nice one, I appreciate that. And obviously, as, as you've got vinyl and I'm a vinyl collector, I do hope I'll, you'll send me a wee signed vinyl 12-inch. You know, I'm begging. This is my begging moment, you see. <laughs> this is when I beg. <laughs> send me a vinyl. <laughs> now, guys, obviously moving on. If you guys could open a show for any artist, if you were given a chance to open for anybody, who would you guys like to open up for? Um, is Steve, Steve still there? I, I think he's. I think he's. He's dropped it a little bit. He'll probably jump back in. Oh god, I can't handle this on my own. <laughs> yeah, I got yourself, Mark. You know, <laughs> I, that moment. Um, I don't know really. Um, so it's it's a bit it's a big one. I, I, I am getting into the black keys lately, and I know we, I know Steel agree, and a lot of us agree that's kind of a mutual influence of all of ours as well, like with the black keys. So I'd, I'd have to say that that'd be a sick one to open. Re- yeah, they're, they're it's amazing. A little bit like, but am I back in the room, guys? You are, you are. Steel. I'm yeah, back in the room. Steel's crumbling there without you. 
<laughs> well, I think I think for for about ten minutes, um, Kenny's been trying to message saying he he can't get on, but I think he's having some issues with his uh, access to his microphone. But um, but in regards to what kind of bands we'd open for, yeah, I mean Black Keys for me, um, I've been a bit a big uh, one of my favourites. Oh, to be fair, I've only really discovered them the past couple of years, but yeah, big influence on on me personally and and, and the sound of the bands. I think in regards to opening for someone, it's got to be the Rolling Stones. Uh, or, oh, or wow. someone like that, you know what I mean? I think that, and and Ken, um, Kenny's a big, big Stones fan as well. And I think when someone asks Kenny! us about, oh, here we, here we go. Man, really sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the amazing Kenny Stewart to the podcast. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fuck off you. <laughs> he's he's come in, he's had a go and he's gone. <laughs> he's, what, he's, he's had me talking to him for fuck that, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Kenny. Feel free to drop it anytime you like, Kenny, you know. Oh, dear. <laughs> Guys, if you could give one message to your fans that are listening, what message would it be? Oh, um, that's a hard one, man. Um, Christy, do you want to do you want to have a thing? Do you want to have a give a have a hack at this? I was gonna say one thing that one thing to say to to to, to fans or anyone who, who who's been following us or heard of us or liked us is is yet yeah, nice one. It's been um, a difficult time, but I think honestly we can say the past you know twelve to eighteen months has been a big stepping stone for us and we just got to do the our part now and make sure that we deliver on the live side of things. Um, but yeah, a massive thank you to anyone who's kind of supported us, liked us, shared our stuff. Um, and particularly, uh, I did say it earlier, but, but stuff like the Twitter community, um, and that's obviously how we met yourself, Dennis and, and some other followers there, but it's been massive for us. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Kenny, yeah. it's great to have you. Kenny, how are you doing, pal? Oh, I'm great, I'm great. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I'm back uh, now. Though. Yeah, I was doing a big Ultimate Warrior intro and then it said disconnect <laughs> and it really the, took the wind out of my sails. I was like, that's unknown. £175. And then I disconnected as I walked in. I thought, well, that's buggered that up. <laughs> <laughs> we just thought you'd come in, took a listen and thought, fuck it, this is shit, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Kenny, I might as well, while you're here, Kenny, I might as well ask you, what's, what's your musical influence, mate? What 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 drives you? What What's your focus in music? What is your, your inspiration? Oh, well, I, ju- I just love music. I've, I've always loved music. From being a young kid, standing out, out in the garden in the summer and my yard fellas cutting the grass, and he's got, like, uh, Philippe Mack and the Rolling Stones and Van Morrison on, people like that. Wow. And they, and they, and they, and they, and they, they almost become, like, the theme songs of your summer. You know what I mean? Because all you remember is like your dad's cutting the grass in the back garden and you're sitting there listening to the, um, you know, rumours by Fleetwood Mac and stuff when you're like seven and you're just like, well, boss this. <laughs> you know wow, what I mean? What so, an album. I know, what yeah. an album to drop in rumours, eh? You know, what an, what an album that is, I know. But I have to say, Kenny, you know, you're talking about cutting your grass and all that. Uh, sorry, pal, when I grew up, we didn't have any grass. <laughs> we, oh. just, we, just, we had water lines and tenements. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you must have been posh growing up, man. Do you hear that? Say, I mean, cutting his grass and that. My dad be like, oh, cutting grass, pal. You should have seen the bush on me. 
<laughs> I always ask this guy, do any of you guys have any useless talents? You know, we had a guy on before who could literally, you know, dislocate his shoulder at any point. You know, imagine we would dislocate your shoulder at any point. Think of the money you could make dislocating <laughs> your shoulder. You know? Here you are in Vegas and you've just booked into your hotel in Vegas. You've got the most standard room. You walk up to a member of the staff, you bump into them, you throw yourself together, you dislocate your shoulder. You're screaming in agony, oh, you've dislocated my shoulder. You know you're getting that upgrade. You know you're going to get a top room, you know? This is, this is not one of them tr- trust, trusted reviews they want where it says, I, I turned up and they bust my shoulder. They're going to update you. We had another guy who could do family guy impersonations, done Herbert and stuff like that. So do any of you guys have any useless talent? And if you do, what are they? Hey there, strong arm. <laughs> now I've had the time of my life. Mm. You get the far off over here right now, Chris. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Mama. That's what I'm talking about. Herbert is here again. God, Herbert gets a fight, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> so who was that doing here? <laughs> who was that doing Herbert then? That was Mark. No, that, that was Kenny. Mark. That was Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark, have you got any talents? Any little, little cool talents that we need to know about? Ah. Uh... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty useless besides the drums. I don't know. 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 I don't and it's it is absolutely pointless. Um, but I, I can do this weird little whistling thing. But I, I bet you I'll embarrass myself now and um, make a fool of myself. But it's a little whistling thing where I move my lips side to side when I, when I whistle. And I'll give it a go now just in case it comes to all right. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm not getting filmed here. But it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant! <laughs> and I that's think good. I think ju- just by doing that, I've got my little dog in the next room, and I think I've just driven her a bit mad. <laughs> just by doing a little bird whistle. Oh, the cats outside right now are just all looking at the sky, <laughs> thinking, "That doesn't sound like the unusual seagull that I'm attacking." <laughs> <laughs> oh, bright! That's what I'm talking about. Useless times. Moving on, guys. Where have you guys performed live, and what has been the best place so far? We'll start, say, we'll start with you, Kenny. You can answer that, Kenny. Um, well, I'd, I'd probably say the best place we've played is the arena when we played for the Max and Spencer's arena last year. Although it was it was it was empty, but you know, with COVID <laughs> regulations <laughs> and whatnot, it was at capacity. Empty. So empty or two capacity? That's yeah, the- it was two capacity, oh, Mark. Right, yeah. So if anything, it was sold out. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, bro! What about yourself, Mark? So, um, you know what? I I have to agree. The the, mo- the most the, the best place has to be in the arena because it was the, it was just the weirdest thing being right in the middle of it in that massive space and, and just hearing our songs in that like it was just a shame that it couldn't be full. You know what I mean? Not that we, yeah. but uh, yeah, it was just a shame there weren't people there. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, I, I think um, 
I'm trying to think of a venue. Um, like, like I, think the Zan- I mean, it's a shame it's closed now, but the Zanzibar was always one of my favourite venues. When that's packed out, the sound was always great in there. It was always, it was always yeah. live, big vibe in there. So I might have to say that. But, but when you went for when we can actually, you can actually have people in the venue. That was always like the best. Some of the best gigs were there. And what about yourself, Steve? Yeah, I think, um, like the lad said there, the arena, to be able to play somewhere which I've watched bands like Arctic Monkeys and, um, you know, so uh, I've got to have watched them. I've watched watched some massive bands and I've watched loads of wrestling there as well. Um, I think you just uh, said Bob Dylan and Roger Waters, Steve. Yeah, should have just just kept it cool with Roger Waters or the, or, yeah, or the monkeys, like I said last time. Um, but yeah, the the, um, the the arena was um, was brilliant, Dennis. Yeah, and I think like Mark said there, there's a, there's a great venue in Liverpool called the Zanzibar, and that that, that was like a kind of a, a staple of, of the Liverpool music scene, really. And I think yeah, I, I must admit, I'm trying, even trying to struggle trying to remember some of the venues that we played, but definitely the arena was what was was one of our best ones. Uh, the Zanzibar was fantastic. Our first gig was actually in the the night and day in Manchester. Um, that was our wow. first gig, uh, and that's got a lot of history to it as well. Someone's mic's going a bit mad here. Is that you, Ken? Yeah, I don't know. Can you hear me, son? Uh, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, it sounds all right. It's just a little bit. Sally just running about the room, to be honest, uh, chasing cats after all that whistling. <laughs> of, he's opened his window and there's a load of buds all flew in trying to look for some female thinking, here we go! Party on, boys! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, well, yeah, the night and day was good because, I mean, when you're, when you're in the like um, in the in the room at the back, you know, where all the bands go and that, you see all the nostalgia on the wall. They've got all the posters and you see like the white stripes from when they first started and lo- we passed through. It's nice. That was really nice. To our first gig being there. I can imagine that. Do you guys have any merchandise? And if so, how could people get hold of your merchandise? Um, well, uh, we've got a, we, the only real proper merch we've got on sale at the moment. Um, we, we did have some t-shirts, but we we, we did shift an, an awful lot of them. Um, even before the pandemic, but we're gonna get some more t-shirts made. But the only merch we've got at the moment is our twelve-inch uh, final EP, um, which is the one called Die Bar Blues. Uh, so that's that you can get that at theheavynote.com. Um, and like I said earlier, that's our kind of debut um, four-track EP. So it's a little introduction to us and. I think that the title Die Bar Blues does sum us up pretty well. So if anyone's just only just getting onto us or, or is into us and, and particularly if they're into the into the vinyl, uh, get on our get on our website and social media and stuff. You'll see all the links to the uh, to, to, to our twelve inch vinyl. Before they're gone. <laughs> right, before they're gone. They'll all be sure. Yeah, yeah, keep one for me. Guys, how do you feel social impact is impacted on your music and the band in general? Um, pr- pretty well, I think. I mean, especially, especially. I mean, this last year, it's been it's been a bit of a mad one, um, because we we were we were like stepping up, like literally. Our last gig was with um a band called Cut Glass Kings, who were doing really well at the moment, and um, uh, uh, what was the other band, the the Witches? Wow. Yeah, yeah, like and temples as well. That was the one just a week or two before, wasn't it? We were yeah, it, temples it was, as well. Was... We played with temples. It was looking like in, we were stepping up in venues as well. The venues were getting like slightly higher capacity with each gig, and then it all just got shut down, didn't it? Um, yeah, go ahead, Kenny. What were you saying? Yeah, I was just saying, you know, like um, you know, we've been we've been really lucky 
um, just with with the likes of the Twitter community and all the online groups because you know a lot a lot of people can just when when well you know stuff like this happens a lot of people can just bury their heads and you've got people like um, Dan Potter and China Salmon and Moby Tanner and people like that just putting on like oh an old indie kid just putting on like indie thing you know like people stuff for people to do and listen to yeah. like yourself like a podcast you know just giving people something where they can express themselves or have a listen or have some input so they feel like they contribute to something you know like as a, as a large community so we've been really lucky because a lot of people have really jumped jumped on us and and um you know have followed us and and been really good supporters of us and promoting us and pushing our pushing all our uh, media stuff and that's so all we've been, you know we've been really lucky in that respect it's everyone's been um, really kind to us to be to be fair well, I got to be honest. If my podcast is just because I'm on probation. This is part of my probation. I've got to do it. So community service, lads. If we hear that, I wear an orange. Hear that, I had to wear an orange suit and go cutting granny's garden. So I said, I'll do a podcast for community service. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that's how everyone's podcast started. <laughs> yeah. We're all, we're all, we're all just been released in that. Let, let all these lunatics out the loony bin and get my podcast. That'll, that'll do, you know. <laughs> Guys, what can we, what can we expect from you in the future? And obviously, are you going to plan to do a UK tour? Oof! You listen to this, Steve. Certainly, I'm <laughs> mates. Yeah. <laughs> how, much can we, how much can we give? Um, I've, I've had to ask him like, how much can we tell? <laughs> Um, well, what, what we can, what we can say is um, we've got a, another single coming out uh, next month. It's, uh, it's yeah. only a couple of weeks off, and um, and appreciate uh, depending on on when this podcast is is uh, is, is, is broadcast. There's, um, there's a boss TV show on BBC One at the moment called Time. It's got Stephen Graham in it and Sean Bean. It's based in a prison. There's yeah, a yeah. In that. Yeah, yeah, I know what that's about. I've seen that. It's uh, the director at what's his name, Ben Benetoni or something, is it? Yeah, that's it. Um, and and, uh, and essentially, the, our, our video for the next single is produced. Uh, and well, it was it was actually directed and stars uh, one of the fellas in that, a lad called Bobby Schofield. So, so over the next coming weeks, we're going to be releasing the video for that, uh, and it's it's our next single. So that's what you can expect in the, in the, the near future. Wow, and that's, also, and that's also taken off our, uh, of, that's the second single off our debut album, which is going to be scheduled hopefully before the end of the year. But we'll have to see what, how we get on with, uh, with with restrictions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, hope you'll send me a copy of that and I'll get that played as well. Obviously, this podcast will go out on, it'll go out next Friday at eight o'clock. Brilliant. So, moving on, I always can, uh, I always ask this, it's, it's my little forgiveness moment. Obviously, I'm, I'm a nice guy, and people can be naughty sometimes. And if you've been naughty in your past, this is your chance to confess. And I will, I will make a decision whether not to forgive you or not, and give you penance. So, guys, <laughs> this is your moment. I will start with you, Kenny. Is there anything you'd like to confess, and I shall forgive you for this, or I may not, depending on how bad it is. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> this is a. Hey, I'm going through a fucking big list here. <laughs> hey. You bet. Go on Shot to someone. Come back to me in a minute. Let me have a think about it. <laughs> All right, Mark. We'll go on to you, Mark. Let's let's see what. I was going to say, give me a minute. Ah, um, on spot now. Ah, something. I mean, you might. I don't know. You might have stole when you were younger. You might have stole your mummy's vodka, drank it, and replaced it with water. I don't. Oh, know I'm not saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you mean, mate, you're already blessed. That's you, blessed, mate. You're free, Mark. That is the answer. <laughs> That's it, mate. 
Fuck that, mate. I've already done that, mate. I've, of course I've done that. I've got no regrets about that. Matt, <laughs> you, you receive penance. You are blessed. Moving on to Steve. <laughs> um, you know what, Dennis? Uh, I am seeking repentance for during lockdown. At, at so, sometimes when I've been skipping through my playlists and skipping through, through different kinds of albums and music, I have really enjoyed um, listening to some of my pop-punk playlists, which is some of the old like kind of a, uh, stuff I used to listen to as a kid. So I'm talking... I'm ashamed to say it's stuff like, you know, your Blink-182s. Your, your, oh, your, sick. Your, 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 oh, I know, exactly. Hey, don't don't exactly. forgive him. Don't, don't, don't forgive him. I can't, mate. I can't. How can I? How can I? <laughs> Steve, Steve, I was not expecting I thought you were going to tell me you nicked your granny's cookies or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm, offended. I'm offended, Steve, as an adolescent pop-punk enthusiast. i <laughs> <laughs> now adult pop-punk enthusiast. Steve, I well, cannot. I'm, I'm not proud I of it, Dennis. I can't forgive you for that one, mate. I'm really See, sorry. I, I, was, to... I was about to, I was going to say meatloaf. <laughs> no, mate, that's just, that's, no, no, you can't. I no, enjoyed can't. it. It was a bit of nostalgia. It was a bit of throwing me back to when I was, it used to be a bit of a skater boy in high school, and I enjoyed it, but it's a far cry away from the sound of the heavy north. It's a far cry away from the stuff Absolutely. that I listen to normally. I yeah, get it. Right. You're not going to do a Blink-182 cover. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. No matter how many times you say it, it's not happening, all right? <laughs> yeah. I thought one is, I was expecting case catalogue and bedrooms and all sorts of things. Instead, hey, I get Blink-182. To, to, Blink to be honest, Dennis, I was going to confess to looking at all kinds of dirty, filthy photos in the Freeman's catalogue when I was younger, but now, now it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, there's no what... point now because he's already said this. Yeah, forgiveness, that's it. You know what I mean? You can't stop and expect that kind of thing. I like how Kenny's sitting there all quiet. You know what I mean? Try to avoid this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, what's all about sinners? He's the biggest one. Well, he had a list. He was was gone through his list. Don't be like that. I think what happened is he had the local police coming in and already blessing before, thinking, please, God, this is going to be bad. (laughs) He come round to us. I closed the door. So, listen, mate, your work's done. (laughs) (laughs) So, Kenny, we are back. Yes, come on, mate. Let's let's hear it. What am I? What am I going to forgive you for? Oh, maybe not. Oh, ten. Oh. What have you got to forgive me for? Listen, there's no, there's no priest in the world that that do that for me. <laughs> Lucky hey, for you. Have I'm you seen The Exorcist? <laughs> I think the question you need to ask. I think the question you need to ask is: Is this podcast admissible in court? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'll bind them to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, change it from Liverpool. I think we'll move on from that one because that could end up in court. <laughs> yeah, this could be used ne- against me. <laughs> yeah, your next your next door neighbour's looking at his car right now, giving it. It's him that's yeah, hey, well, you still have a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, do you know what? I'm feeling I'm feeling the love for you guys. So, and this one off, and this is rare. I never do this. From this point, you're all giving penance. You're all forgiven. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Get the pop on. Steve. Yeah, exactly. I, I, cannot, I cannot forgive you for that, mate. There's just... If I forgive you for that, mate, it, you know, you're going to have... There's going to be musicians right now listening to you that are not going to take you serious, mate. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's, that, that's I have to thing. punish... So, I, I, for your punishment, normally be Hail Mary's and all that kind of shit. However, <laughs> I'm not a priest. So, for your punishment, I would like you to buy the lads all a four pack. You know, I think. <laughs> I think you should treat the lads to a drink. And then, when they're all pissed, 
you can sing as much Blink One Two as you want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you see, this is a this is a sweet victory for me because I love Blink One Eighty Two. So it's like uh, I've, won. I've won, but at what cost? Uh, yes, yes. I mean, obviously, the drinks are drinks are on you, mate. You know. Hey, guys, I, I just got. I just got to say, Dennis. Sorry, I think um, everyone's forgotten about me. Cool references here tonight. You know, just talking about the Rolling Stones, the Black Keys. You know, that's what we're, yeah, that's what we're about. Mate, that's, that's, you're get, you're so, digging deep there, mate. You're digging, mate. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, it's like. Uh, do you know what? Fuck it. You're right. You know what? I bless you all and forgive you all. You can all just hey. right? I think that's only fair. For, for for all your sins, I I forgive you. The, the NMF NMF podcast forgives everyone. You you can move on, forget about it, and get pissed now. How's that? Oh, nice one, mate. All right, and that includes you can play as much blink, whatever they're called. As much, yeah. well, you, you know, you might forgive him, Dennis, but we don't. Yeah, I'll leave that. I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys decide that. <laughs> Steve, guys, what's the most on the drive back in practice? <laughs> <laughs> My next question is going to be what's the most embarrassing thing to happen to you, but I think, to be honest, the fact that we've had 182 mentioned, I think he's just yeah. took the whole embarrassing level and took it to a whole new, <laughs> no, a whole I've, new I've, level. I've got a good one, Dennis. I've got a good one. Go on. I, I was having a, I, When I was living in my mars, I was having a party, and my mum and dad had gone on Aldi. So one of the lads phoned me and went, are we all right to come back to yours? They're being in the booze. Are we all right to come back to yours for a bevy? He went, well, yeah, as long as it's not too many, it's not mine. So a few of the lads turned up. One of the lads turned up with this beard. And he was like, lads, where can I take care? I said, speak where can you take care? And then I went downstairs and he was in my room and I went, lads, what are you doing? Get out of my bed. Because he was trying to give this girl one in my bed. And then, <laughs> and then he went, well, where do you want me to go? I said, I don't know, the bathroom or the bag or something. So he ended up giving this give give it making love to this woman in the toilet <laughs> um, and then the, the, ne- the next the next week i was out <laughs> i was out at a gig and I, and I seen the girl and i was talking to one of my mates and i seen me mate's cousins um me mate's girlfriend's cousin who we knew when i went over to her and went oh, Saffron, hey see that girl over there she went, yeah. one of the lads uh, well give her a good seat to her in our toilet and she went that's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was bad. That was proper bad. Crashing just bad, oh, mate. It was terrible, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. It's not even a comeback, oh, is it? No, that's a killer, mate. That's an absolute fucker. That. That's, you know what? There's no comeback. For there's nothing you can do there, mate, except just die in your feet. Yeah, you know? that's all, that's you all know, I could do. I think the fact you had an empty was cool. You know, yeah. and Glasgow, we what you have, we call that an empty. You know, it's like yeah, you, you yeah. Seen Kevin Bridges, oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's right. I, if you've seen Kevin, that's what we call it an empty. You know, you get strange people <laughs> in your house. You know, I just talked about the guy blowing smoke into the Labrador and all that. You know that? Yeah, yeah. Guys, guys <laughs> trying on, guys just trying on a hundred jackets and all that. And then that yeah. well, the one against you know? Colombia and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, that's that's what you call an empty. So the fact you're an empty, it's pretty cool. And all. I quite like. I can imagine an empty you're in the mental. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next time he's got an empty he's a shout because that sounds like a mental party that. although I'm going to be honest yeah. uh, uh, that poor woman that poor woman and her sister now she'll be devastated absolutely devastated no I think she still does stuff like that if I'm honest does she? <laughs> did, did you get did you get her WhatsApp did you get her phone number? oh it wasn't me not for, not for me that I didn't ask that that's not what I asked 
Did you get, did you get a number? Has your pal got a number? Yes. Keep it, keep it now. We'll get it on a WhatsApp group. I'll tell, I'll tell her I'm a bathroom salesman. <laughs> Guys, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Ooh. Uh, I would say within terms of creative stuff and music is yeah. don't overthink it. It sounds simple, doesn't it? But it's like, you know, whenever you're like, you're, you're coming up a part of a song or, or in anything creative, just don't overthink it and just, and just keep it simple. And I, I think that, I think, but I think it was something, it's very easy to say, but very hard to manifest until you just, yeah. and then you kind of sing in. So yeah, I'd say in terms of creative stuff, I'd say that. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone else? Um, if it stinks, don't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, believe it or not, one other guy said, one of the guys was, if it's wet, if it's wet, don't pat it with your hand. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> how are you meant to know? <laughs> That's not good, that, is it? <laughs> I honestly got that with somebody's advice, and I was like, I think you got some bad advice there, pal, you know. <laughs> pat it, pat it while it's wet. Don't talk to it. Don't <laughs> pat it. Don't talk to it. <laughs> well, look, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure having you guys on. I've really enjoyed it. I've been looking forward to this so much. You know, I thoroughly enjoy your music. And maybe you might find your way to sending me a wee 12 inch signed copy. We'll Definitely, we'll Dennis, mate. Definitely. Yeah, I, I would appreciate that. In the meantime, guys, I would like you to introduce your latest single. Uh, yes, yeah, so um, our, our latest single um, is called Darkness in Your Eyes and it was uh, released on the 5th of April and very shortly you'll be hearing the follow-up as well at some point uh, which will be our next single out in June 2021. Brilliant, guys. Thank you very much. Have a great evening. Nice it was one, great Dennis. talking to you. Nice nice Dennis. Cheers, Dennis. Dennis. Cheers, Dennis. No worries, guys. I'm Dennis Delton. This is the NMS Podcast and this is the Heavy Knot and the latest hit. i
is brought to you in association with Beehead Clothing Glasgow. That's beheadclothing.co.uk. Remember, let's speak up and be heard. The Animal Podcast with Dennis Devlin in association with beheadclothing.co.uk. Could lead to the these used to fit you. The give us a minute, love you. The heart disease you. Or the type 2 diabetes you.
So how about the enough is enough, you? The no more of these, you? They'll start to chuck some of this in you. Are you that goes? That's why one you is here, to help you start fight back to a healthier you. Get you. Because there's only one you, and we want it to be the best you it can be. Take the one you health quiz to see how you score. Search one you. Behead Clothing Glasgow at beheadclothing.co.uk Kids sale now on. Save up to 50%. Just go to beheadclothing.co.uk Enter promo code KIDS50. That's Behead Clothing Glasgow at beheadclothing.co.uk Amazing deals now on at Curry's PC World. Check out these hot point steam washers. This 8 kilo is only 249 or trade up to the 9 kilo for just £30 more. Plus there's free delivery. Save up to 500 on these 2020 Samsung QLED TVs with spectacular picture detail and no more messy wires with one near invisible cable from just 1399. Get the new Fitbit Sense, the most advanced Fitbit health smartwatch for stress management, skin temperature, heart and health. And get free next day delivery on all Dyson cordless vacuums, including the V11 Absolute. Just 599 at Curry's PC World. There's something new happening on the terraces. There's a new cult. Terrace Cult Clothing. Check them out now at Terrace Cult Clothing. TerraceCult.com Well, there you go. Three fantastic songs in a row. Brand new from Cruella, and that's Monday. And then we had Apollo Junction light up the sky and kicking it all off. The lads from the heaven off and darkness in your eyes. That's brand new. was great catching up with them, lads. They have got a massive future ahead. It's going to be a really busy year for them, I believe. I'm Dennis Devon. This has been the Enemy Podcast in association with beheadclothing.co.uk. And I will see you on the other side. Good night. Good evening. Tonight's show is brought to you in association with Behead Clothing Glasgow. That's beheadclothing.co.uk. Remember, let's speak up and be heard. The Animal Podcast with Dennis Devlin in association with beheadclothing.co.uk. Behead Clothing Glasgow at beheadclothing.co.uk. Kids sale now on. Save up to 50%. Just go to beheadclothing.co.uk, enter promo code KIDS50. That's Beheadclothing Glasgow at beheadclothing.co.uk.